Well, hello and welcome again to another podcast, Down to Earth, but Heavenly Minded. And I'm your host, Irv Risch. And if you remember last uh, time we got together, I had mentioned that our next lesson, uh, Lesson 7, and we're in Acts 7, is a little longer chapter. It's uh, about 60 verses. And uh, so this will probably be a little longer uh, podcast than what we usually do. Last one was on the short side. So this is actually Stephen's uh, speech that he gave uh, just before they they stoned him. And this is kind of a sad story, but in a way, he's in a lot better place. And, you know, death is not the end. And, uh, of course, Stephen's life uh, here on earth ended, but his he stepped off into eternity and never to die again. And uh, like everybody that has gone in the presence of the Lord that uh, uh, belongs to God, that are Christians, uh, are waiting for the redemption of their bodies, their spiritual bodies, as we read about when we went through the book of First. Uh, Corinthians in chapter 15, uh, when we got to that chapter, we read about our the new bodies that God was going to give us, uh, that behold, we'll all be changed in a moment in the twinkle of an eye at the last trump, and this mortal shall put on immortality, and you know, uh, that's the portion of scripture that I'm talking about. Well, with that said, let's get into this, because it's going to be a long chapter the way it is anyway, so Let's uh, let's get to our full screen here, and uh, let us start our audio, and we'll go through the scripture, and then we'll talk about it. Chapter 7 And the high priest said, Are these things so? And Stephen said, Brothers and fathers, hear me. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia, before he lived in Haran, and said to him, Go out from your land and from your kindred, and go into the land that I will show you. Then he went out from the land of the Chaldeans and lived in Haran. And after his father died, God removed him from there into this land in which you are now living. Yet he gave him no inheritance in it, not even a foot's length, but promised to give it to him as a possession and to his offspring after him, though he had no child. And God spoke to this effect that his offspring would be sojourners in a land belonging to others who would enslave them and afflict them four hundred years. But I will judge the nation that they serve, said God, and after that they shall come out and worship me in this place. And he gave him the covenant of circumcision. And so Abraham became the father of Isaac and circumcised him on the eighth day, and Isaac became the father of Jacob and Jacob of the twelve patriarchs. And the patriarchs, jealous of Joseph, sold him into Egypt, but God was with him, and rescued him out of all his afflictions, and gave him favor and wisdom before Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who made him ruler over Egypt and over all his household. Now there came a famine throughout all Egypt and Canaan, and great affliction, and our fathers could find no food. But when Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent out our fathers on their first visit. And on the second visit, Joseph made himself known to his brothers, and Joseph's family became known to Pharaoh. 
And Joseph sent and summoned Jacob his father and all his kindred, seventy-five persons in all. And Jacob went down into Egypt, and he died, he and our fathers, and they were carried back to Shechem, and laid in the tomb that Abraham had bought for a sum of silver from the sons of Hamor in Shechem. But as the time of the promise drew near, which God had granted to Abraham, the people increased and multiplied in Egypt until there arose over Egypt another king who did not know Joseph. He dealt shrewdly with our race and forced our fathers to expose their infants so that they would not be kept alive. At this time Moses was born, and he was beautiful in God's sight, and he was brought up for three months in his father's house. And when he was exposed, Pharaoh's daughter adopted him and brought him up as her own son. And Moses was instructed in all the wisdom of the Egyptians, and he was mighty in his words and deeds. When he was forty years old, it came into his heart to visit his brothers, the children of Israel. And seeing one of them being wronged, he defended the oppressed man and avenged him by striking down the Egyptian. He supposed that his brothers would understand that God was giving them salvation by his hand, but they did not understand. And on the following day he appeared to them as they were quarreling, and tried to reconcile them, saying, Men, you are brothers, why do you wrong each other? But the man who was wronging his neighbor thrust him aside, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge over us? Do you want to kill me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? At this retort, Moses fled and became an exile in the land of Midian, where he became the father of two sons. Now when forty years had passed, an angel appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai, in a flame of fire in a bush. When Moses saw it, he was amazed at the sight, and as he drew near to look, there came the voice of the Lord. I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob. And Moses trembled and did not dare to look. Then the Lord said to him, Take off the sandals from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt, and have heard their groaning, and I have come down to deliver them. And now come, I will send you to Egypt. This Moses, whom they rejected, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge? This man God sent as both ruler and redeemer by the hand of the angel who appeared to him in the bush. This man led them out, performing wonders and signs in Egypt and at the Red Sea and in the wilderness for forty years. This is the Moses who said to the Israelites, God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brothers. This is the one who was in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him at Mount Sinai and with our fathers. He received living oracles to give to us. Our fathers refused to obey him, but thrust him aside, and in their hearts they turned to Egypt, saying to Aaron, Make for us gods who will go before us. As for this Moses, who led us out from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And they made a calf in those days, and offered a sacrifice to the idol, and were rejoicing in the works of their hands. But God turned away, and gave them over to worship the host of heaven, as it is written in the book of the prophets. Did you bring to me slain beasts and sacrifices during the forty years in the wilderness, O house of Israel? 
you took up the tent of Moloch and the star of your god Rephan, the images that you made to worship, and I will send you into exile beyond Babylon. Our fathers had the tent of witness in the wilderness, just as he who spoke to Moses directed him to make it according to the pattern that he had seen. Our fathers in turn brought it in with Joshua when they dispossessed the nations that God drove out before our fathers. So it was until the days of David, who found favor in the sight of God, and asked to find a dwelling place for the God of Jacob. But it was Solomon who built the house for him. Yet the Most High does not dwell in houses made by hands. As the prophet says, Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord, or what is the place of my rest? Did not my hand make all these things? You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. As your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one, whom you have now betrayed and murdered, you who received the law as delivered by angels and did not keep it. Now when they heard these things, they were enraged, and they ground their teeth at him. But he, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God, and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens opened, and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they cried out with a loud voice, and stopped their ears, and rushed together at him. Then they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. And as they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Well, we'll end our uh, reading there. And uh, I know this is a longer chapter, a lot in it. Actually, uh, Stephen gives uh, us a complete history from the time of the call of Abraham all the way through, uh, basically, up to Christ. Uh, so we get a brief history here, even though this is a long chapter. And uh, he addresses them as brothers and fathers to start out with. So... Uh, Stephen himself was a Jew, uh, and he was converted to Christianity, uh, and he was a follower of Christ, and uh, he was filled with the Holy Spirit, and we must remember all these things. He was a true saint, uh, as we all are. Everyone who has put their faith and trust in Christ has been made a saint. Uh, and all a saint is, is not somebody who is holier than thou. A saint is somebody who is set apart. It's a separated one, and that's really what a saint is. Uh, just want to clarify that. Well, as we look at uh, this whole story, as he goes through, we pick up little tidbits. And, uh, you know, we could go through this with a fine-tooth comb, and we could uh, get a lot of truth that is recorded in the Old Testament. And uh, 
you know, uh, it adds to the Old Testament. You know, we are told things in the Old Testament that aren't real clear. But as we read through the New Testament, as the Spirit uh, gave insight to these uh, people uh, in the early church, they recorded things about the Old Testament that really come to light. Uh, and, uh, you know, if we really look at what, what all the all this is saying, we will see, like, uh, and he gave him the covenant of circumcision. Well, we see that in the Old Testament that Abraham was given that and that uh, Abraham become the father of Isaac and circumcised him the eighth day. He followed what the Lord had said. And Isaac became the father of Jacob, and Jacob, um, the 12th patriarch, that's where the 12 tribes come from. And then uh, uh, they were jealous of Joseph, uh, and they sold him into Egypt. We know that story. And really, Joseph is a beautiful type of Christ. And uh, so when you read that story in the Old Testament, uh, just think about Christ and everything that Joseph did. Uh, uh, and as Joseph uh, at the end there uh, receives his brothers and loves them and forgives them for what they have done, Jesus also has forgiven his people, his own, uh, that betrayed him and hung him on the cross and so there's love in 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 joseph and there's love in in christ yeah well, they rescued him out of uh, you know their afflictions and gave favor and wisdom uh you know joseph had all these things given to him by pharaoh and and really christ is going to be given all this favor by god the father uh in the coming days and then there was a famine that came in the land, and right now we're in that famine. Uh, there's no food, spiritual food, that is. We're in a spiritual famine right now, and Israel is especially, because they're Jews, but they're not Christians. But there are Jews for Christ. So there still is a remnant being saved, but someday the whole nation will be saved in one day. Uh, I look forward to that day when it happened. Well, we go on in, in the story here, and I, I'm not going to carry on too much here uh, because of the length of this, but uh, they bought uh, land and they buried uh, their dead, and uh, this land is still with us. Uh, and uh, all the land that was promised to Abraham is going to be also belongs to uh, God's people. Uh, Israel in the future, and that's coming. Uh, let's see if there's anything else I can pick out of here real quick for you here. There was a couple things that jumped out at me when we were listening here, but I got to find it. Uh, okay, he says, men and brothers, why, uh, why do you do wrong? Why do you wrong each other? You know, when Moses was, uh, appeared, he was trying to, uh, save his brothers, the Israelites in the flesh. He, uh, killed a man. And, uh, so 
he had to flee for his life. He had to run uh, because he did it his own way. He didn't do it God's way. He wasn't uh, being led by the Spirit. He was led by the flesh. And many times we do too. So I picked that out of here right away. And uh, so anyway, Moses ran to Midian. And uh, when he was there, he had a couple sons. Uh, so God was still with him. But now when 40 years had passed, and there's a lot of 40s in the Bible, and uh, uh, I did a complete study on the word, or on the number 40. And after 40 years, though, had passed, an angel appeared to him in the wilderness on Mount Sinai in the flaming fire of the bush. Well, remember the Lord uh, said this in his ministry, when they asked who he was, he says, I am who I am. He said before Abraham was, I am. And uh, when Moses asked God in the flaming bush, who should I say sent me? And he goes to the children of Israel. He said, tell them that I am have sent you. And this name that God uses, Christ applies to himself. He was the one that was in the burning bush. He was the one that Moses was speaking to, was the Lord Jesus Christ. This was before he became a man, before he came to earth. You see, Christ always was. He is not created. He always was with God. So when Moses saw it, he was amazed at the sight, and he drew near uh, uh, to look, and there came a voice of the Lord, Okay, there came a voice of Christ. He is the Word, the living Word. And uh, it says, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld the glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. He says, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Remember, and Moses trembled uh, and did not dare look. Remember, God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. These men have died, but they're still living. And God tells us that. He's not the God of the dead. He's the God of the living. Then the Lord said to him, Take off your sandals for the, uh, off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. And I surely seen the afflictions of my people in Egypt, and I have heard their groanings, and I have come down to deliver them. And now, come, I will send you to Egypt. God sees everything. God hears everything. Just remember then. He saw his people and he sees us. Well, then Moses, who reject, reject saying, uh, who made you the ruler and the judge, the man God sent as both ruler and redeemer by the hand of the angels who appeared to him in the bush. That's exactly what uh, Stephen is saying. This man, this Moses, whom they rejected, that's Christ, saying, who made you a ruler and judge? This man God sent as both ruler and redeemer by the hands of the angel who appeared to him in the bush. This man led them out, performed wonders and signs in Egypt and the Red Sea and the wilderness for 40 years. This is Moses who you said, to the Israelites, God will raise up a prophet like me from your brothers. Christ said that, and Christ was the one that was, rose, or that was raised up. 
This is the one whom, in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him at Mount Sinai, with, uh, I'm sorry, with uh, our fathers, he received uh, living oracles to give to us. So, you know, we can just go on and on here and pick out things like this. Uh, talks about the calf and uh, what they worshipped. Uh, yeah, and then it was uh, <clears throat> another quote right from the Bible. Did you bring me to slay beasts and sacrifice during the 40 years in the wilderness? O house of Israel, you took up the tent of Moloch and the stars of the gods of Ramahan. And uh, the image that you made to worship, and that's what it was. And I will send you into exile into Babylon. And that's what he did. He sent them into uh, into captivity. We read that in the Old Testament. Well, it goes on and on, and yet the Most High does not dwell in houses made with hands, as the prophet said. You know, you can't build a house for God. God dwells, God is the heavens is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me, said the Lord? Or what is this place of my rest? Did not my hands make all these things? How can we make anything for God? God made it all. You know, he calls them stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears. You always resist the Holy Spirit. Yeah, as your fathers did, so do you. They have not changed in thousands of years. They're still the same. They're still the stiff-necked people, their religious leaders. Which of the prophets did your fathers persecute? And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one, who you have now betrayed and murdered. You who received the law and delivered by angels and did not keep it. Wow. He really comes out strong. And the reason he did this is God wanted to show us the power of his salvation. And that's the reason they stoned Stephen. They were cut right in their hearts. I mean, it cut right through them. Now, when they heard these things, they were enraged. They were enraged. Can you imagine that? And they ground their teeth at him. But he, full of the Holy Spirit, just gazed into heaven peacefully. God gives us a peace that is beyond understanding. He gazed into heaven and he saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at his right hand. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and rushed together at him. And they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the wilderness laid, and the witnesses, and the witnesses laid down their garments at his feet. And I shared this with you when we were first starting our lesson in First Corinthians chapter one. We talked about Paul, the author of all those books, and a young man named Saul. He was just a young man at that time, and his name was Saul. Later on, God calls him, calls him Paul. And there were stones, and they stoned Stephen. And he cried out, Lord, receive my spirit. 
and he fell to his knees. And he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. He died. He died a physical death, a martyr's death. And there's a great reward waiting for Stephen in heaven. It's an honor to die for Christ. You know, when I was a young boy, I used to go to these movies where they threw the Christians to the lions, and I always thought to myself, you know, I was a Catholic at, at that time. My mother sent me to the Catholic Church, but I came home from the movie, and I would walk the, you know, home, and I would be thinking after watching a movie like that, wouldn't it be great to be a Christian and have that kind of faith that you die for the Lord? And you got to remember, I wasn't even a Christian then. I was a Catholic, but I was not a Christian. I was only a Christian name only because I was a Catholic. But until I reached the age of 40 and I realized what a Christian really is, it's a Christ. It's someone who belongs to Christ. And now I belong to Christ, so I am a Christian. And uh, would I lay down my life for the Lord? Only if the Spirit of God gave me the power to do it. Stephen was full of the Spirit, and he fell to his knees, and he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against me. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Well, let's end our uh, podcast here. We went long enough, and uh, as usual, like I always tell you, God is in the Bible. And we just got a review of the complete history of Israel in one sermon, great sermon that, that he gave, and I'm glad that it was recorded. Well, with that said, I'm going to end my podcast. Uh, again, have a great day. Lord bless. Till next time. Bye for now.